Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, Tabernacle of Worship family, you know, we began uh, not too long ago a series titled Breaking the Chains, Breaking the Chains. And in fact, we started identifying these chains that need to be broken in our first message uh, UYV, understand your value. We talked about the, the chain of low self-esteem that needs to be broken, the chain of low self-esteem that needs to be broken. Then we begin our message, imperfect greatness, imperfect greatness. And this was dealing with the chain that had to do with the misconception that you have to be perfect, the misconception that you have to be perfect. We dealt with that. And we're actually going to conclude that message today. In part two, we're going to conclude it today. So I'd like you to open up your Bible with me to the book of Romans, the book of Romans, chapter seven. And we're going to begin at verse 21, Romans chapter seven and verse 21. And the word of God reads, it says, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Then verse 25. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin, the law of sin. Again, imperfect greatness. This is part two. In our last message, we revealed another chain that we just talked about that can bind you in this chain again is the misconception that you have to be perfect. The misconception that you have to be perfect. Remember, we discussed, in fact, we discussed how the pursuit of what we see as perfect, as perfect, is actually limiting and can prevent you from really seeing the greatness that God has for you. It can prevent you from seeing the greatness that God has for you. For you, here in our text, the Apostle Paul, he showed us that we have to have a battle within ourselves that even when our mind desires to serve God and to fulfill his will, we have this evil that is present with us. We identified that this evil is within our flesh. We found it in verse 23. This evil is within our flesh. So then a couple of questions. How can we overcome our flesh? We know that we can't rid ourselves of our flesh. We can't do that. So how do we overcome our flesh? Here's another question. Who will help us to overcome it? Ah, praise the Lord. Oh, I thank God for this verse 25, don't you? Let's read it again. It says, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, so that with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. 
Oh my goodness, Jesus is the one who helps us to get beyond this flesh and to go and to do the things that God has called us to do. I need somebody to type Jesus in chat. I know you're saying, well, pastor, what am I typing Jesus for? Whatever the problem is, Jesus is the answer. If it's, if it's something going on with your mind, Jesus is the answer. If it's your health, Jesus is the answer. If it's needing to know how to get to the destination he's calling you to, Jesus is the answer. How do you bring your family back together? Jesus is the answer. Listen, whatever the issue is, Jesus is the one that we should turn to. Here, the apostle Paul, he let us know. That it, when I'm dealing with all this stuff in my flesh, my, my mind wants to serve God. My flesh is trying to get me to serve the world. What is it that I do? He said, I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for Jesus. Paul found the gateway to the Father's deliverance in Jesus Christ. He's the gateway. He said, I am the door. I am the door, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father but by me. He said, listen, if you can get to Jesus, he'll show you the way. He'll show you the way. He's the gateway, the gateway to the deliverance of our Father. So even while our renewed hearts and minds seek to fulfill the, and serve the will of God, we strive to overcome the war in our flesh. We strive to overcome the war in our flesh, even while our mind is focusing on the Lord. But our great advocate, our great advocate, the Lord Jesus, helps us to overcome. That's why, oh my goodness, we find in the very next verse of the very next chapter, we find them both the source and key to our victory. Chapter 8, verse 1 of Romans says this, There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in, which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Did you hear that? He said, listen, if you're in Christ, if you're in Christ, you don't have to worry about it. There's no condemnation to you. Listen, part of the reason why you're dealing with the, 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 the condemnation of your imperfections is because you're looking back at your past. But he is letting us know if we're in Christ, that means present tense. If we're in Christ, that means right now. The sins of your past are not held against you. It's covered by the blood. The blood covers those sins. It, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. The blood covers and washes away those sins. So therefore, the imperfections, or I should say, the, 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 the fallacies or, or the problems that came out from your imperfections are not those things that Christ holds against you. He doesn't hold them against you because there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ. But I want you to see something that's key. This is very key. We sometimes miss this part of the verse. Notice again, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who? Somebody say who. Type who in chat. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So here's the thing. We've got to make a decision to not walk after the flesh, but we've got to walk after the spirit. We've got to follow the spirit. You see, as we walk after his spirit, we find ourselves liberated and set free. If we're walking after the spirit, we're liberated and we're set free. We're not bound. 
We're not condemned. We're not convicted. There are no chains. There are no bars holding you. You've actually been liberated and set free. Listen, the judge has dropped the gavel and you've been set free. You've been set free. So you don't have to worry about that. Watch this. We have to pursue his spirit and not our flesh. We have to pursue his spirit and not our flesh. We must remember that. We can never be at a place where we're not focusing on the spirit of God. It's the spirit of God that enables us to move in the direction that he's calling us to. It's the spirit of God that brings us to a place of knowing the spirit of God that brings us to a place of knowing of everything that he wants us to do. So we've got to chase after the spirit, the spirit, the spirit and not the flesh, the spirit and not the flesh. I need you to type in chat for me. Chase the spirit. Chase the spirit. I need you to type that in chat. Chase the spirit. Uh, we, we've got to be able to chase the spirit. Chase the spirit. You've got to know that. You, you, when you, you're not chasing after the world. Don't chase after the flesh. Don't chase after things. Chase after the spirit of God. That also means that you are set free from the images and idols that you have allowed to deceive you into thinking that you have to be perfect. Do you hear me? You've been set free from both the images and the idols that you've been looking at, that you've been filling your mind with, that you've allowed to, to overtake your heart. You, you're set free from that now. You're free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. You're free. You're liberated. You don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't use that as your measuring stick or your rod. You use the Lord. The Lord, he's the one who measures out. He's the one who measures out and lets you know exactly where you need to go. You don't have to look at that perfection or be to, to be perfect, to be perfect as being that which will please the Father. Our perfection is actually found in Christ. Let me say it again. Our perfection is actually found where? In Christ. It's found in Christ because God's strength is what? Made perfect in the midst of our Weakness. Oh, my goodness. Listen to me. See, the reason why you're able to be strong, the reason why there's perfection is because God is able to bring you through his strength is made perfect. The Lord Jesus is made perfect in the midst of your weakness, in the midst of your weakness. So how so the question becomes this. The question becomes this. So how do we become great? So how do we become great? How do we become great? It's in the midst of our weaknesses and imperfections. In the midst of our weaknesses and imperfections is how we become great. You see, because it is in those moments, in those moments when you're at your weakest, when your imperfections keep showing up, it's in those moments at those times that we gain access to the one who is truly great. We get access to the one who's great in the midst of the weakness, in the midst of the imperfections. I need, to, need you to type in chat, the Lord makes me great. 
The Lord makes me great. Listen, I know some of us, we sit back and we look and we're thinking that, okay, no, no it's, it's, it's all of my work. It's my hard work. It's, it's my study. You know, I, I know I prayed, but I had to do this and I had to do that. Yes, there is a manward part, but don't deny there's a Godward part that is always necessary. And he was there. And it's because of him that you are great. It's because of him that you're great. So even if you're looking at yourself and you're saying, Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. Look at the stuff I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with. Listen, I can still declare that you're great because I know who's with you. I know who's with you. So therefore, what you're looking at is your temporary situation. It's only a moment in time. But as long as you keep walking with him, chasing after the spirit, you're going to see something manifest before you. And it will be that which makes you great. That which makes you great. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.tabo.org for more information.